episode 566 i uh of the leadcast podcast i'm nick cooper and joining me is colton sweat happy merry christmas episode nick it's merry the last christmas. episode before christmas this is our christmas banger sorry um, sorry before snowdown showdown yeah <laughs> we're a non-denominational league of legends that's so fucking podcast. funny um we, we celebrate winter holiday brom <laughs> <laughs> We uh yeah it's uh it'll uh it'll be the last one before Christmas. I hope everyone has a, a great one or whatever holiday that is being celebrated. Um, so yeah, we'll uh hear hear about our our newest patron. Um, a little bit about the dev blog regarding the Yumi rework. Um, maybe we'll hear from Audible. Not one hundred percent sure. We probably will. Uh, and then I think we're gonna jump all the way into competitive league. Talk about a broadcast schedule update and sort of how we feel about that. I think Aiden will have some thoughts about it, so we won't probably get super in depth. Um, but I don't know. He'll have some stuff to uh, to add, but we'll at least give our thoughts on it and then close it out with roundtable and mail fight. Colton, how was your week, buddy? Uh, my week was pretty good. Still haven't been playing a ton of league. I think I played two ranked games the other night. Um, the first one, I fucking just rolled their team. I was playing a Mumu support, and like mm-hmm. I was, our our eighty carry for the first probably fifteen minutes was playing like an ape, mm-hmm. and then I don't know if it was because they got good or because they were just fed enough that they started doing stuff later. Mm-hmm. Um, but like early on, I got them a bunch of kills, and I like went mid and went top. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the next game, I played a Mumu support again. And I had, I think it was a, I think it was a, a Mumu Samira bot lane both okay. games. Not the worst. Um, and yeah, I would just like go in on there. I think it was Annie Kaisa, and I don't know. We just didn't have enough damage, or the Samira wasn't auto attacking. I wasn't sure. Uh, but her, that game did not go as well. So her early game has been absolutely like massively gutted uh, over the years. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if if she just wasn't very strong early. Okay, that that yeah, that might have been it. And then I I probably put us behind. Um, but yeah, it was. It, I think it was a listener because they like recognized me, and mm. then I said, "If you're not a patron, I'm gonna int you." <laughs> and then you inted them. <laughs> and then no, it was it, like I I definitely didn't int. Like I think we just mm-hmm, took sure. trades that I I thought we could win. Yeah, and yeah. maybe we could have like. I think both of us made a lot of mistakes, but most of my team also did pretty poorly, so mm-hmm. didn't didn't ultimately mean that much. Uh, I've played a couple games of TFT. I know at least on the current patch, there's a really cracked Yumi comp, so I'm probably going to spam some of that to like nestle into D4 and mm-hmm. then decide whether or not I want to play the set. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, let me let me think. I I had a work Christmas party, which was a good amount of fun at my boss's house. Um, mm-hmm. and 
think that that's pretty much it. So I'll hand it over to you. I've I've heard that you've been a very busy little elf getting all your Christmas plans together. <laughs> I suppose so. I think I've done a pretty good job of uh, you know getting them done early. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not. It's as, it, it's, so, as sorry, someone who knows that neither of our uh, significant others are ever going to listen to this show. Are you uh-huh. are you excited about any gifts you got for Savannah? Like really um, about any of them? You don't have to say what it is, but uh, I'm trying to think. I yes, I think so. I, I am taking her to um, a city near us uh, for New Year's, which is sort of she already knows about it, but that's going to be a Christmas gift. Um, and uh, I'm not. Oh man, I'm having trouble now remembering exactly what. Um, what else I got? I got her some books from some some people that she really enjoys. Um, boy, it's it's tough. I I bought them so long ago that I'm not really sure. Uh, How about well, you? Are you are you super excited? Um, I'd say uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Some of the things. Um, one thing Rachel's been wanting for a while. I got her some like Christmas uh, like flannel material sheets. It's like a mm-hmm. green and red like plaid pattern. Uh, so we've already got those because I was like, we're we're going to be driving out Saturday morning and not be able to use these at all. So mm-hmm. I'm like, screw it. We're opening this one a week early. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I got I got some other some other good stuff. She she knows most of what she's getting. So I like asked her for ideas, but mm-hmm. I think she's still going to be very happy to, cool. to, to get those. Awesome. So Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'm really happy about is our new patron, Panda Bear Nine, who's uh, who's new this week. Thanks for thanks for joining the G2 Army, <laughs> Foggers. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, oh wait, my week. Uh, played True. a decent amount of League. Um, I've been playing back, trying to get back into Near Replicant, which has been um, pretty fun uh enjoy that game i'm not sure why i put it down but oh yeah it's okay (laughs) um and i think i mean not much like we we watched a couple christmas movies which are is always fun um i think that's it (laughs) i think that's it (laughs) i forgot Um, two other things yeah yeah if you are you all go ahead yeah um two things that our listeners probably actually will care about uh, I started uh, watching JoJo. Yeah, um, which one? Part six? Yeah, Stone Ocean. That's okay, part six, hell right? yeah, it is. Yeah, so I'm about I think twenty episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty episodes was... in the Stone Ocean. I think so. Holy shit! Okay, so you've I, I I've not seen that far in, so no spoilers. But okay, holy fuck, How... you've watched a bunch. What was the point that? Well, I guess I don't. We don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Um, I have not, I was expecting more, I guess. I've been a little huh. disappointed so okay. far by this season. This, I, so this season is, uh, supposedly the, like the weakest part, um, like since the introduction of stands. Okay. So I, I it's think, not entirely surprising. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think to me, the biggest issue is that like once stands got introduced, it's always been like a a weird problem is is posed to protagonist 
with like rules that break reality but at least you understand the rules Mm -hmm. for the most part and i feel like this season has done away with that a lot more where it's like you don't get everything about the stand or it's not really clear what the stand is or how anything's happening Mm -hmm. and you're like none of this makes sense like the solution that the protagonist came up with was just a lucky guess and they would have died 99 out of 100 times Mm -hmm. unless they made that lucky guess like it's not that bad um but like that's kind of the feel i get about it where i'm like yeah you know i guess to like jump back to an earlier part like with the darby brothers Mm -hmm. where it was like okay very clear system of rules and it's how do i creatively get around this yeah and it's not just like oh shit's happening i guess that can do this now Mm -hmm. um um but there was one stand which uh i I guess did you have you encountered the girl where like her stand is about like making wagers yes i loved that stand yeah that that was really cool i i so i watched the first batch which is the first 12 episodes um i enjoyed the wager girl that was fun i enjoy um ermy's stand the uh uh, it's kiss Mm -hmm. um i think that's really clever and uh uh, leads to a ton of like really really cool um, i think it's a really cool stand that they're underutilizing okay i mean she's not the main character so it's gonna be underutilized (laughs) yeah i know but like I guess, again, thinking back to, like, part two with, like, the ridiculous shit that they came up with there of, like, here's how I creatively used this maybe not super strong technique, Mm -hmm. but in a really interesting way. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like we don't get a lot of that with Kiz. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But, Um, you know, I I, I do agree. It's a, like, really cool stand idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think aside from that, like... I mean, that was probably it. All right. So. Well, well, we'll talk more about that at some point. Yeah, whenever when I catch up. <laughs> the part. Uh, and I've also just been still playing a ton of Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, just last night, I think I uh, beat the game officially because I like, killed Hades probably a dozen times now. Damn. Okay. Um, which You've, you've been crushing because I feel like even just last week you were saying... It wasn't, I don't think you had beaten him yet, right? Yeah, I hadn't beaten him. And then I kind of started playing not mindlessly Mm. and then like beat him on the next attempt and then like won the next attempt. And now I'm probably killing him like every other attempt. Okay. Or like two wins, two losses, one, one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Also, I feel like a lot of it was just realizing his attack patterns better and not trying because like he just has so much health that you can't just like you can't just tank it rush Mm -hmm. him down yeah um and and you're mobile enough that you can just like when there's no time limit you can just sit there and ship at him yeah um which is is unlike most of the rest of the game where you can just like dash through fucking everything and speed run it yeah the the rest of the game definitely is the, like the boss battles are super super fun um for sure yeah and uh the, it, it definitely takes i think a little bit away from um like the non boss battles mhm yeah i was i was actually upset cuz my like last run where 
eventually, after you beat him enough times, he's like, I'm not going to fight you this time. Just go talk to your mother. And she decides to come oh, home. Interesting. Spoilers, I guess, for Hades. Uh, I'm playing it like four years late. So if you still haven't, too bad. Mm-hmm. I'm spoiling it. <laughs> um, but I like my build was doing so fucking good. I, I, I had the spear and basically like all of my stuff amped up the special where you throw it and pull it back. Yeah. Um, so it was like almost guaranteed to crit and like the crit did extra damage and it did like 400% to armored units. So I just nice. felt like the entire mm-hmm. run, just throw spear, one shot, throw spear, one shot, throw spear, one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get to do that to Hades, which oh, was sad. sad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that was, uh, those other two things that I forgot, but that's not league of legends. You know, what is league of legends? Yumi. What? Yumi. Yeah, so she's up next they uh for for a potential rework. Um Riot has released a dev vlog. I've sort of jotted down the the notes for it and we can discuss. Um but essentially they're outlining some issues. Hey, Yumi scales really well. Uh and that's a, a problem for a character that's like uh, a bit easy to play. Um uh, additionally her power is not like necessarily tied to um, her her own success. She can just hop on someone else and sort of leech off of that. Um, so putting her behind means less than it does on any other character, which is frustrating. Uh, it's not fun to lane with Yumi. Uh, if you are the AD carry, that's not <laughs> that's not a good time. So they uh, identified that, uh, and then she lacks counterplay uh, windows in high elo slash pro play. Um, where her obvious weaknesses are, you know, sort of more mitigated. So um, they haven't outlined anything um, super concretely, but they said that uh, they want her to maintain a low uh, a low skill floor. They want, you know, they want her to be someone who can be piloted by by someone who isn't playing league necessarily. Um, maybe on the likes of like Annie or Garen. Um, but they also want to lower her ceiling. So she is less effective overall, uh, cause she is, uh, you know, too strong. Um, you, you yeah, know, when, I mean, when right, she's she like a hundred percent win rate of worlds. Yeah. When she's meta, she's too meta. Um, and, uh, um, I, I guess I wanted to talk about like, how, like, how do you feel about Yumi? Cause we have a lot of people on even our discord who are, I would say anti Yumi um, individuals, which is, I'm not going to say frustrating because I, I like, like or dislike whatever character you want. Um, but I think the arguments that I see are really weak arguments and I'd like to see uh, like better ones be made mm-hmm. where I think it, it, you know, obviously it's okay to not like a character if you don't want to like the character. Um, but it's weird to misidentify arguments, and um, you, you know, one of the one of the things that I saw was Riot put out a post that said she uh, Yumi was very similar to um, oh uh, uh, Annie Garen, like that style to introduce newer players into the game. Um, but she also has a a ceiling, you know, like Kiana, like a a mastery curve, like Kiana. And um, saw some confusion with that. Whereas, like 
those two things aren't mutually exclusive, right? Like yeah. you can have a character that is easy to pick up um, and extremely difficult to master. Uh, and, and that's the character that Yumi is, you know, it's not yeah, and I, a good I think... or bad thing, but I can understand how it, how it would be frustrating. Yeah. But, and, and I think that that is part of the problem is like, because she has that low floor, high ceiling, Mm-hmm. it's it's easy to get caught up with some of those things and like i personally don't love yumi and i think that you know this dev blog addresses a lot of the reasons why um because like I, I don't think she's like particularly super fun to play i think she's incredibly irritating to play against and I think she's very unfun to play with as an AD carry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, late game, if you're a Hecarim and you have a Yumi on your back, sure, it's a lot of fun. Why? Because I, I just get to play my character plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I get to do more damage. I get to run faster. I get to have two health bars. I have more CC. Like, I just get to do so much more stuff. Um, but, like, I... She's, I think, too effective when played very poorly, right? Mm-hmm. And I, right, this is one of the things that they brought up is that like her success in game is not really a super tight line with the actual performance of the person playing Yumi, mm-hmm. right? Like you could you could literally replace the Yumi player with a bot for the first twelve minutes of the game. And yeah, you're gonna negatively outcome, like negatively affect that game, but not as significantly as literally any any other character, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I could have a bot as my Yumi for the first twelve minutes of the game, put in a real human player at minute thirteen, and I, you know th- that game is probably still a fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think. Obviously, she's way, 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 way too strong in pro play. Yeah. Especially for, like, there's no solution, mm-hmm. right? And, and that, you know, again, they, they highlight that. She's too strong in pro play, and she didn't have counterplay solutions. Like, that's why she was, like, 100% win rate with, like, 99% ban rate. Yeah. Um, is because even the very best players in the world couldn't come up with a way to stop that from working. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think she does too much damage. Um, it, it's super, super unfun sitting in lane, getting poked down by her Q and you're just like, oh, cool. There's not a whole lot I can do about it. And like, if I try and counter trade, like if me and my support are auto attacking their AD carry, maybe we can win that trade. Um, Mm -hmm. but if my support is not, you know, being proactive and is just standing behind me i'm just you know taking that cue and auto attacks or just taking a million cues mm-hmm. yeah um i mean i i think if if it came down to it like what i ultimately just want to see is more counterplay and, and the yumi player having to do something um you know and i think the easiest way to implement it would be just just like a, a timer for like how long they can stay on an ally and if you hop to a different ally, you know, you can refresh it or you can extend it. I know you've mentioned, like, staying on an ally could drain her mana, and then her mana regen is super, super high when she's not on anybody. Um, 
because I think the idea of like this parasite sitting on your back support, jumping around from teammate to teammate to teammate, doing a bunch of stuff is really cool. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it really works because like if you're playing Yumi right, a lot of times you're not ever really jumping off because changing whoever you're dangerous. attached to mm-hmm. is the only window the enemy team gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's not it's not good if you if you change because that's the only time you can die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like if if she was granting like shields every time she jumped or doing mm-hmm. like a heal over time where jumping to multiple units would be more beneficial or again if like she could only be on one character for a certain amount of time right and you, and you can offset that a lot of ways like hey if you land q extend by two seconds if that character is in combat extend by you know some some amount mm-hmm. uh, right or you can like tune that number of how long she can be there but it's just God, God, do I hate at like eight minutes in the game when the Yumi says, man, our lane's not going well because I picked a character with no lane prio, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of opposite of what I said where she's super annoying when she pokes you down. But it, it, it's one of those like it always feels shit when it's your ally and feels oppressive when it's the enemy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the um, uh, it's like she takes too long to to come online, right? So so you need to be patient in lane and and wait for the Yumi to poke out. But if the Yumi's not good at landing skill shots, like then it's not it, it's you being reliant on another person. It's sort it's sort of like playing with Senna, where like the Senna gets to make everything happen, and if it works out, like it's gonna work out really really well. Otherwise, you're just sort of waiting to do stuff. Yeah, right? you just don't have like any agency. Yeah, in, in a role in a lane that already sometimes feels very low agency you know yeah, you I, have I think less mm-hmm. I, I think that like every role has plenty in the vast majority of games yeah um, but there you know are certainly times in every role but i think you know particularly as ad carry where it's just like oh, okay i got dove you know it's like mm-hmm. there's there's three people here and my support picked a character without cc we, we just die yeah like, th- that's the end of it mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I as fun as it is to be like ban Yumi, delete Yumi. I, I think she's fine. I, she just needs adjustment. I I think she's a good addition for the game. I think she fulfills a really really unique niche that you know other characters don't have. Um, I I she just needs to have some sort of option, you know, to play against. Um, which I can agree with, and I think the the in my my humble opinion. You know the best way to do that is um, to to just force her off of her target more often. You know. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. That's like the, the the root of the problem is that she is like can be permanently attached. Yeah. Um. And, and again, like at high level pro play, if it's a real good AD carry who knows how to position, they're not probably dying much if ever. And the, the Yumi is going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw a post that said, like, Yumi has more in common with jungle pets than actual champions, which I just thought was the the most ridiculous thing I had I had seen in some time. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of really disingenuous arguments against her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's a very common problem in, like, to, to a level of almost like human nature where people 
will have their conclusion and then do yeah, whatever they backwards. need to do mm-hmm. to make arguments that that follow that conclusion yeah. um whether that means ignoring facts or ignoring logic or a little bit of both it's like i'm gonna get to delete yumi regardless of how it happens mm-hmm. um which is really bad for conversation and actually trying to to solve any of those problems mm-hmm. um alternatively though here, here's my thought. How do we fix Yumi? Her whole thing is she's flying around on this magic book, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to read to play Yumi, and that's going to get rid of like 80% of that's Yumi. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot of players gone. <laughs> yeah, but you want to nice. know what the good news is, Nick? What? Is that even if you don't know how to read, you can oh, still enjoy well Ruination on Audible <laughs> using Audible, what is it? AudibleTrial.com slash LeagueCast. I'm proud of you. Did you like, did you like me building to that, that segue? Was excellent, excellent. <laughs> I'm so good at ads. Um, but yeah, you can go to audible.com or audibletrial.com slash leadcast. I think they get two titles a month. So one? it's two titles for your first month and then uh, one after. Yeah. So go use that link and listen to some books. It could be Ruination. It could be about baking or anything that you're interested in. There's a whole lot of books out there. Find one for you. Hell yeah. Uh, I finished listening. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I finished listening to Mort, which is an entry in the uh, Discworld by Terry Pratchett. Um, Actually, Mort series. is the guy who runs TFT, Mort Dog. Your, your problem is Mort Dog? Oh, I see. Yeah. I misunderstood. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. Uh, I actually went to um, a place called a Book Mine this weekend to uh and, and picked up some more or uh, another um you know part of the book or part of the series so that was fun and uh yeah audible <laughs> nice. um cool so we're jumping into competitive league schedule i think right you mean nobody sent us a five-star review for no us one to read in our five-star section which is wild that's insane. Absolutely I feel like, insane. I feel like it's been 11 years since we've read a five-star. If only our listeners could give us five-star reviews. If only they enjoyed our content. Very yeah. sad. No, we, we know you guys enjoy our content. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you for listening. Everyone who's listening already left five stars, you know, so we got to get... Tell your True. friends to invite their friends. Yeah, tell your friends to listen, and if they can't be bothered to listen, at least get leave your mom a five-star review without listening. Get your mom and their mom to listen. True. Don't... don't don't have sex with your friend's mom anymore. Get them to listen to LeeCast. True. <laughs> um, um, hey, competitive league. Competitive so, league, yeah. That's so funny. there are some um, going to be some broadcast changes, some schedule changes, and uh, I have a little outline for them. Uh, first up, LCS is moving to Thursday and Friday starting at noon Pacific um, so that's going to be three Eastern, which, uh, is not super poggers. Uh, LEC will be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday starting at, uh, 6 PM. I'm going to say CET. I don't know what time that is. So look it up. Um, central European time, maybe, uh, CB law will be Saturday and Sunday, uh, starting at 1 PM BRT LPL will be Monday through Friday, starting at 5 PM CST and Saturday and Sunday, starting at 3 p.m. CST. LCK has new start times. Match two on weekdays will shift 30 minutes earlier from 8 p.m. KST to 7.30 p.m. KST. On the weekends, match one will be moved from 5 p.m. 
uh, KST to 3 p.m. KST, and match two will be moved from 8 p.m. KST to 5.30 p.m. KST. VCT Americas will be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, starting at uh, noon Pacific time. Uh, VCT EMEA will be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, starting 6 p.m. CET, and VCT Pacific will be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, starting at 6 p.m. KST. Um, so really, Colton, let's talk about the LCF schedule. Noon Wait, Pacific. Before we dive into one oh, sure, specifically, sure. I, I just want to say, I think that this is a direct screenshot from their announcement. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It It's wild to me that they didn't publish it all in one time zone or have an option of like select your time zone. Because yeah. this to me, and, and again, maybe it's because I'm a fucking American and I'm dumb and I don't know any time zones, but like, <laughs> true. I, I legitimately don't get any information from this because I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and it also only on, on like, only for the Korean matches does it say what it changed from. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm I'm like I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, this this announcement tells me almost nothing. <laughs> um but anyway, LCS is starting uh Thursdays and Fridays at noon Pacific. Yeah, uh so, so... three PM Eastern on mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday. How do you feel about that? It seems a little early for me. Um but I am okay with it for a reason that riot shouldn't be and that's okay. because if i'm going to watch lcs i'm going to either watch the vod or like the the live stream vod so that i can mm-hmm. skip over a bunch of stuff okay right so like if let's say i'm in the eastern time zone and i get home from work at six o'clock lcs mm-hmm. has been going on for three hours maybe they've got another hour hour and a half left Right, I can like watch all the matches, skip all of the ads and the analysis and the interviews, yeah, and like finish up around the same time as actual viewers mm-hmm. or as, as viewers watching the entirety of the show, yeah, right, and like that's convenient for me, but I, I doubt that that's why this was done, and if it is, that's a really stupid business decision because mm-hmm. <laughs> then just don't make any of that extra content. Yeah, I um I I sort of agree. I so I think this is going to be good for like view times overall. Uh I think there I think LCS is going to get more viewers. Um not from North American viewers, but I think we're going to get more viewers uh from um like international regions because it'll be mm-hmm. easier for for them to watch from from that time zone. Um, but boy, does this feel really, really bad if you're a North American fan, uh, of North American LCS. Um, cause like, yeah. so 3 PM on a Thursday and Friday start time generally, I mean, so, so for, for my time zone Eastern, you know, generally speaking, the first, let's just say the first, like two of the five matches are going to be of the, of the, you know, lower quality, um, and you'll only watch if it's your team, like generally speaking. Uh, so that's what, 5 p.m. Eastern and then matches go on until eight. Like that's not so bad. But then you start getting outside of the Eastern time zone where like, OK, games are starting at noon Thursday and Friday for someone in California. And they're not going to be able to watch games until they got off of work, let's say at like five o'clock. And by that time, the LCS is essentially over right like yeah and 
I mean, right, there's there's a question of demographics, right, between, like, how many viewers in every region, between the age of your average viewer, because, right, like, I, I would imagine a, a good chunk of the LCS viewership regularly is, you know, people under 18 who are going to be in, you know, wh- whether it be middle school, high school, whatever, mm-hmm. and they're probably getting out of school closer to, like, 2, 3 p.m., um as well as even like a bunch of like young adults who might be in like college or have like part-time jobs yeah like watching in the middle of the day is more of an option but yeah i i i I doubt that the metrics point so far that like that would be a major portion or like enough to change it to that time zone and then lose like the adults who work a nine to five mm-hmm. yeah it, it just seems it just seems really strange it seems like this is set up for you know worldwide viewership to increase but north american viewership to decrease um and i, I could be wrong um of course but it i feel like the weekends are prime time right that's when the highest viewership is going to be and moving away from that is an admission well, maybe not even an admission. I don't want to like go that far, but an indication that they are going to move towards a more um, like internationally focused uh, um, mm-hmm. LCS broadcast versus just uh, you know just focusing on North, North America, which may be good for you know the the region as a whole as we you know move forward. But it certainly feels bad as a as a North American viewer. Yeah, I think potentially there might be also some some thoughts about trying to to dodge like other major sporting events mm-hmm. or like other primetime like traditional television where they're saying like well if we're at, we're at Thursday on noon we don't have to you know like deal yeah, we don't with, have competition yeah or if we're if we're at Friday at noon like we don't have to deal with like the eight o'clock on a Friday like primetime new episodes of breaking bad or you know house of the dragon or whatever show is like super popular mm-hmm. at the time um I, maybe that's it you know i i didn't read the full article but i i doubt they really went into detail as to why these changes were made specifically i i, I feel like you know that's a that's a good thing they so they did go you know, into detail and sort of highlight that they didn't want um, competition from other regions. They want you to be able to watch, um, uh, you know, multiple multiple regions, not have to pick. Uh, they feel like weekdays are are a good place to expand. Um, but I just, I I don't know. Like, there, I feel like it's a pretty easy, you know, one to one comparison between like professional sports and uh, and even popular collegiate sports. Um, and, uh, uh, um, you know, watching competitive league. Um, and I, I feel like it's just weird to, uh, I don't know, to, 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 to not have your, your, your prime, I, I don't know how to word it, like your prime product in, in this area in, in a prime spot, you know? Like in a, in a prime time slot, mm-hmm. it just feels it just feels very weird to me. Obviously, like they're smarter than I am, and um, oh yeah, put more I'm research sure a into ton this. Of research went yeah. into it. It's, it's it just, just feels like, we weird. Don't, we don't see it, and it, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and, and I think you you probably hit the the biggest driving factor, which is that I think that this benefits international viewers more, and I think that that's where more of the esports audience is, and more of the esports dollars are coming mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, ultimately, at the end of the day, even if Riot, you know, originated as a company in North America, the player base and the viewer base. And ultimately, the dollars that fund the company are not coming from North America, mm-hmm. um, or at least you know they are not the majority anymore. By I would venture to say a pretty substantial margin. Yeah. Um. So, hey, I, I, we'll we'll see how it feels. I, I am someone who really doesn't ever watch LCS live. Uh, the only stuff I typically would watch live would be playoffs or, or tournaments. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And, 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 you know, I'm not going to say like, it's, it's bad for everyone. Like that's, I, that's definitely not the case. Um, you know, it's just like, I'm, I'm not able to consistently watch at work. So this is definitely going to be a, 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 a step down in my ability to view, um not that i was the intended target anyway i essentially only watch clg games and whatever prime matchup is that week like if it's a cloud nine um team liquid or something like that you know then i'll then i'll maybe tune in for that so it's not me but i don't know it just feels weird i hope i hope this this makes lcs numbers go up that would be really exciting i think for the for the region um cool definitely would you like to move into the round table? Of course I would, but I'm going to be careful not to stub my toe on the round table. Mm-hmm. Be careful. I, I was. I was very careful, and I didn't do it. Um, but we do have some answers to last week's round table question, which was, Riot wants to release League merch specifically designed for you. What would you like to see in your store? Uh, and on Twitter, Matthew, a laughing mage, said, A Rakan cape. Maybe like a poncho Ooh. kind of design for a more subtle for more subtlety, or just a flat out feather cape. Either way, it would be dope. Uh, or role specific jewelry, pendants, rings, earrings, maybe cufflinks representing a role or region symbol. Subtle but cool for those who recognize them. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool idea. Like yeah, if you had shed like a charm or like a, on a bracelet or a ring or you know like cufflinks even where it's just like it's got Freljord or it's got like a Kha'Zix icon or whatever you like you know yeah I, I like that idea of it being like uh like definitely pretty subtle and not uh mm-hmm. not over the top definitely uh Randy on Twitter said any Kled merch literally anything <laughs> same with Rexai a t-shirt a plush a fleshlight I don't care at this wow. point wow <laughs> He, Interesting. You tried to sneak it past us, Randy. You really just want the Rex Eye flashlight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's um, funny. Luke Spooky said weapon props like swords or gloves, and maybe even costumes for cosplays. Hmm. I feel like they would have to charge way too much to do like good costumes. Yeah. And that anyone who wanted to do a costume would rather just like make their own or like wouldn't be willing to, to pay that mm-hmm. i don't know just my two cents yeah uh, i'm not a cosplayer i have no idea how that works <laughs> uh, rainbow honeysuckle said i'm a sucker for subtle keychains dog tags shit like that 
uh, like a Bilgewater symbol keychain would be dope. So yeah, pretty similar mm. idea to yeah. Matthew. Uh, do you want to go through our Discord answers? Yeah, sure. Uh, sorry, let me pull them up. Starting with Dr. Herfer. Yeah, Dr. Herfer said, I would love to see a League of Legends compendium for beginners with the game uh, in champion mechanics explained in the basics of macro. Not really merch, but I think a book would sell. Uh, Large Dad said, man, just give me more statues. We have the Vi, Caitlyn, and Jinx ones, but give us one for every champ. I want a big boy moored with his big mace and his ult pose or an Urgot throwing out his ultimate. Uh, Oklahoma... Wait, Oklahoma, Oklahoman, 10? That, Oklahoman. I don't know why I had trouble pronouncing that. Said, uh, I want the Riot merch store to release home goods, things like rugs, curtains, lamps, light switch covers, bedding, etc. Again, mostly graphic printable items. Uh, while they still haven't released more poster options yet, but maybe uh, someday we will get those. Props to Riot on their temporary partnership items, though, such as the Jinx Fishbone Nerf Gun. Uh, it looks amazing. And site Glask said, more tabletops. I want to explore all cultures through their tabletops. Also, for God's sake, make worlds proper shipping. I'm tired to have to go to eBay and buy from some English dude uh, because they don't ship everywhere. Interesting. I That is a, a very uh, North American, um, or I guess a U.S. benefit. Uh, that, that yeah. We, yeah I, everywhere I did, ships did not, to the U.S. <laughs> I, I did not realize that they had bad shipping to yeah. other countries it's not surprising i i think riot's infrastructure around merch is particularly bad mm-hmm. for a company of their size um like they they could be doing so many more things so much more efficiently um but yeah th- th- that they, that they don't have good shipping internationally or or shipping at all because it seems mm-hmm. like they just don't offer that as a service not that it's just expensive yeah um i did like oklahoman's idea of home goods because i'm just imagining like a a master chef tom kench cookware set and in my head i just see like a frying pan with like the the face profile of like tom kench as like the bottom of it okay yeah like Mm -hmm. i just think it would be so cool that'd be cool just crack an egg on tom (laughs) kench's face that's awesome i like that sizzling hmm so yeah, thank thank you guys all for your answers to last week's question. This week's roundtable question is: Who is on your Mount Rushmore of mm. League of Legends? A uh, an Aiden question. Um, so do we want to start with the two that we definitely both have? Yes, uh, freaking Faker. Freaking Faker. Yep. Uh, I think pretty pretty obvious. Faker the goat. Um, freak freak. In my opinion, as I mentioned last week. Uh, I think the face of League of Legends from a, like, not faker, not champion standpoint. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, who else? Who would you put in yours? So, one of the, the names to me that's coming up right now is Doublelift. Okay. Um, I, I think, in my eyes, he's kind of the face of North American League of Legends, mm-hmm. at least. Okay. In terms of, like, I, I think... It's either him or like Bjergsen, probably yeah. for, for like has been in the scene Popularity. a long time and mm-hmm. has been good and is popular. Yeah. Um. But but I do think that Double Lift embodies that a little bit more. Okay. Um. Th- but that's like a tough call between like either one of them. Yeah, I think both. I mean, you could even put both in there. Honestly, I I, I think you could make an argument for um 
for for both individuals. Um, I almost feel like I'm going to go a different route because I I do think those are pretty obvious and I think we may get a lot of those answers. So I'm going to say, well, there's four right on the on Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Faker Freak, Hotshot and Reggie. I think um, Hotshot and Reggie absolutely pushed um, competitively, at least, to um, heights that I'm not sure it would have been able to reach by itself, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Hotshot and Reggie were also ones that I thought of. Um, I'm not going to put Reggie up there because fuck Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's... So we, I think we yes, I, fuck, fuck Reggie. But I, I think it is hard to... So in my perspective, it is hard to tell the story of professional League of Legends without mentioning Reggie. And it is like as shitty as he is, like uh, I think, you know, at least some some acknowledgement should be given to what he's contributed to the scene. Oh, yeah, definitely. He 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 has contributed and was a huge part and and, I mean still Mm -hmm. is a big part of the scene. Um with For for better or worse. (laughs) Yeah. Um but I mean again, if I'm if this is my Mount Rushmore of League of yeah, Legends, sure, go for it. I'm 100% putting Hotshot GG over Reggie, and I think mm-hmm. that to me he was always like the more popular, the more liked. Even if he didn't go on to like run the most popular team in North yeah. America and do more for the scene in that way, um, like if I'm if I'm putting like one slot is for early big influence on create like creating the scene mm-hmm. i'm definitely giving that spot to hotshot yeah that's understandable i think a, a lot of like players um are not going to be aware of exactly how like synonymous hotshot was in the early days with like not not professional league of legends but just like streaming league of legends like if you wanted to watch League of Legends content, you watched Hotshot like in in season one, right? Like that was that was the go to. You would watch these. Uh, oh God, I forgot yeah, on who. On own three D. <laughs> on own three D, uh, and then Justin, right? And mm-hmm. then you would. Uh, oh, I forgot who uploaded them, but there was one guy who would just upload like Hotshot GG videos, just like full 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 games and uh it it wouldn't be like the the 10 minute you know catered um content creation that we have now it it would just be like this is raw gameplay of hotshot gg and everyone Mm -hmm. will be watching it yeah um yeah i mean it's it's a really interesting question because i think there's a lot of like there's a lot of personalities after Mm -hmm. you get three or four deep i think there's a lot of fringe people that you definitely could put up there um, like you, you definitely could put like the founders of the the game, of, like Mark Merrill and Trindamir, but like mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to do that because like, g- great they made the game, but like their faces are not synonymous with the game in any yeah, way. Yeah, like, they used to show up once a year to hand out the world's trophy, and they don't mm-hmm. even do that anymore. Yeah. Um, not not to mention the uh, you know the the workplace issues that <laughs> has yeah. plagued Riot. Uh huh. So if, um, if we're excluding Reggie, I think there's an argument to be made to oh, exclude. Oh, for sure. Those um, higher I, ups. I, yeah, like this is a fun conversation that I feel like we could go on and on about. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then we're just gonna take all of the listeners' answers. And quite frankly, I don't want to hear your answers anymore. So where should they send theirs? 
True. Uh, if they, <laughs> hey, if you don't want to hear me talk about my answers, you should send yours in. You can hit us up on Twitter or on Discord, or you can send us an email. Or um, I, I think that those are really the primary ways. I can give you Nick's personal cell phone number, and you can text mm-hmm. it to him. I can give you his home address, and you can mail it to him. <laughs> I'm I'm a little worried because you probably could do both. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely could. Um, Don't like that yeah, very much. I, I think the the absolute easiest and most common ways would be to to go on Twitter or join our Discord. The link is on our website, or you can I think just still do discordgg forward slash leadcast. Yep. Uh, there's a channel for the roundtable. And not only can you submit answers, but you can uh, check out all the other fun channels and chat with people in the community who like talking about League and playing League and answering my poll where I asked them if they like pickles because nobody was messaging in the Discord and I just wanted engagement. Pickles, pickles bad. But I'm not going to I'm not going to say people shouldn't enjoy pickles because I think that is no. um, yeah. I think I think that's cringe. Yeah, no, I think it's... And so is liking pickles. Hey! hey, No, people people take things so far where they're like, you're a bad person Mm -hmm. if you don't, or if you do like pickles. And it's like, nah, that's just your preference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people get really, like, heated about, um, like, food stuff. People get heated about, like, pineapple on pizza. Who cares? Yeah. Where, where again, yeah, it's like, hey, you, you can choose to like it or not, but if you're like... Yeah, if you if you like this thing that I don't like, your firstborn should be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. nah, man, it's it's not that it's not that deep. Just just we'll get different pizzas. <laughs> we'll get two it's, pizzas. It's, it's okay, Nick. We can just get two. Cool. Pizzas. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, well, I guess I'm already jumping. You say into thank thinking. you, Colton, for being such thank a good you, host of the Colton, for round being such a, a a well well rounded host. Thank you for the segue that I'm still thinking about earlier. True. Would we like to move into mail fight? We definitely should. The first email is from Undertone. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, oh. okay. So okay. speaking of mountains like Mount Rushmore, you know what character kind of looks like a mount- nice. mountain? Nice. Mail fight. <laughs> you did it. We found it. We found it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. The first email is from Undertoned. He says, hello, fellas. It's your boy Undertone here again for a very interesting email. First off, I want to paint this picture. I decided I was going to play a ranked game preseason just to set the MMR for the up- upcoming season. Hey, Nick, Plus, can I stop you for a second? Yeah, sure. I don't feel like this email is very interesting. No? Yeah, he said it was a very interesting email. And I oh, thought, I see. I'm not that he just hasn't, we're just not hooked yet, you know? Yeah, where's the hook? Where's the hook? His, his well, hook you know, was with, telling me it was interesting. You, you know, with undertone, he he's gonna throw it in there. True. Um, <laughs> first off, I want to paint the picture. I decided I was gonna play a ranked game preseason just to set the MMR for the upcoming season. Plus, I was online before I had to go to work uh, in the morning and didn't feel like playing draft. Three minutes later, I'm later. I'm in to my first game. Uh, I get my role. I'm listed as Scuttle Crab. I'm happy because it's an honor to be the uh, to be the very being where Pryo is more important than anything. Scuttle Pryo is the joke for those who don't get it. I am last pick, so I get the counter. I pick Mundo and Nadarius. Feels good, man. Uh, have the enemy dodge 10 seconds later, so I cancel Q. Five, five minutes later, I re-Q. 10 seconds later, I'm in game. Picture has been painted. Take a few moments, moments now to predict what happened and how the following game unfolded. Every prediction gets 1.2 points per, for perfect predictions. I mean, I don't know. There's no telling. Um, I'm just guessing he got an early pick and got countered and then inted. Yeah, and then is someone AFK'd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, there was um, a slur. 
Ooh, and, and there was a streamer in his game. <laughs> now that the predictions are set, here's the result. I was Phil Jungle, no longer Scuttle, but Gromp. Team comp is okay. I pick Ramus. We get into game. Uh, I look at team stats. Another player auto-filled on my team. Four million mastery player on theirs, and their top laner is Smurfing. Uh, he's level 34 and has a 74% win rate. Top lane dies first blood and multiple times afterwards, despite me camping them and helping uh, make even trades into kills and deaths. Mid and bot flame top. Bot lane is trying to FF constantly. We slowly start winning because taunt. Haha, you don't get to auto anything else. I am Ramus. Constant forfeit attempts despite winning team fights with four kills, one death. Always the AD carry. I'm stealing objectives, winning fights, and trying my diddly darn best to win. We eventually win in my mid lanes. Uh, mid lane says GG easy. Bot lane says GG bot diff despite going a collective 3 and 11. Mid lane says trash team. I say GG. End game lobby. I report the topic, toxic players and shortly after get a uh, player has been punished message. Excuse me. Uh, enemy also says to report mid because he had a slightly below average game. Started 2-0 because of roams ended negative because Ram is stiff. I wonder who won the spontaneous game. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Welcome to the preseason ranked life. I don't think I'll do it again. GG easy. Would jungle diff again undertoned. Uh, uh, I don't know if we got I a single you point. You were closest when you said teammates said slurs if they were all flaming. So I'll, I'll give you the win. I'll okay. give you the win. I don't like know if I want that win. <laughs> concept of toxic teammates. Okay. Okay. That's a well, that was not a hard one to to get right. Yeah. No. It's a pretty safe bet in most games. Yeah. That's funny. Um, and next email is from Brad, aka Panda Bear Nine, the new patron that we talked about earlier. Uh, hey, casters of Leadcast, this is my first time mailing in. Started listening a few months ago and decided to wait to email until I got through everything you have on Spotify. Oh my! Wow! Uh, and boy, am I glad for it. Such an entertaining and informative show. You guys do such a great job and even make ad reads good to listen to. I've learned a lot about League and what I've been doing wrong, and you helped me get out of bronze after months of being mm. soft stuck. Now enough jerking you off. I'm well, planning on becoming a patron very soon. Ha, joke's on you. You already are as the time that we're reading this email. Uh, hopefully before you read this. True. Nice. My thick wallet will allow me to be a Tumo right off the bat. Although yeah. with my weak side Canadian dollars, it feels a little <laughs> bit more like a Threemo, but that's not important. That's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. I've also left a review after looking through every app I can find. Google, can't review. Spotify, left five stars but can't comment. Apple Music, doesn't even have your cast on it? Trash platform. Hmm. We'll have to look at that. Uh, so I guess my first question to you isn't league-related, but... Where can I review and leave stars? Keep up the great work. We really appreciate it. P.S. I wasn't going to apologize for the length of the email, but after looking over it again and seeing the lore accurate Galio size of it, I will. Sorry, but not really because I actually really like the male portion of the show. Brad, <laughs> awesome. aka Panda Bear 9. Hey, glad people enjoy it. It's definitely not everyone's favorite ep uh, favorite um, section, uh, but it's always nice to, to have someone appreciate it. Um, yeah. quite frankly, I don't know. I only listen to podcasts on Spotify and, and you're only able to leave a five-star review. Um, not a, uh, uh, you're not able to leave a, a comment on it at all, which is weird. I listen through Google play and I think you can leave reviews through that, but if not, we'll, uh, 
We'll, we'll get back to you on that one. Maybe next week when we say that we, we don't have five-star reviews, we'll give you guys more detailed instructions on how you can do that. Maybe when Smart Aiden is back, he can, he can <laughs> yeah. help us figure this out. Smart Aiden out. can help old <laughs> Boomer, Colton, and Nick. You don't know how to work computers. <laughs> I bet he does know, though. That's the crazy oh, part. For sure. Um, thank you, Brad, at Panda Bear 9 uh, Our last one is Large Dad. Got it in at the buzzer, I'll say. Um got his joke howdy partners colt and i went you haven't read this right um i i did read it because it's like two cents i see okay uh i'll let you rate it still though howdy partners it's me your boy big daddy back at it uh again with another hilarious joke did you know that a colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence for example jane ate her friend's sandwich versus jane ate her friend's colon large dad i i do actually like it because it is a subversion of like the normal mm-hmm. way that that joke is told. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better in audio form than it is in text form, you know? Yeah. Which I, I think is a big thing that I'm going to give large dad uh, some credit for is that like all of his jokes, I, I'd say 80% of a joke is delivery. That's true. That's and, fair. And so like, if, if he's not the one delivering them, we can't yeah. always tell if it's a good joke. Fair enough. Um, that being said, I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, seven out of ten. Thank you, Large Dad. Nice. Thanks, Large Dad. I would give it a seven as well. Uh, if you want to send us corny jokes, you can send it to mail at ecastpodcast.com or you can put it on our Twitch chats, twitch.tv slash Frost, or you can tweet at us with your jokes at leecast on facebook where leecast you can i don't know do stuff on our website leecastpodcast.com or you can join our discord server and tag us all in in jokes uh discord.gg forward slash leecast um support us on patreon patreon.com slash leecast we are going to um record for this month a year in review we're going to do that in a couple days um and just sort of give like a, a really like in-depth overview for um the the year i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm hosting i'm gonna talk about all the champions that came out some of the big changes maybe even like how we did and ranked and and what we thought about that um sort of that whole situation so make sure you uh you join that for just one dollar otherwise thank you for listening we'll see you next week happy christmas happy christmas bye bye